Hey guys, this is Chris Napholtz. And this is David. We are Drop Disgusta. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, we are powered by Amplified Events. To learn more about the great work they do, visit ampyourevent.com. We would also like to thank and welcome our digital marketer, Aaron Talent. If you're a fan of the show, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Drop Disgusta Podcast. And whatever you're doing this week, make sure you hashtag drop the dis. Here's the show. Uh, drop disgusta here at Sacred Heart. Yeah, and and I definitely did the intro last time, so we're yeah, definitely so, it's definitely yeah, your turn so. now. This is Chris. This, this is, is David. With David's Chris. here, yes, and uh, we are here with. Hey, I'm Scott Seidel. I'm the executive and artistic director of the Augusta Players. Just uh, had my second anniversary with the Augusta Players, and my second anniversary here in Augusta. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for Which one was more special? For Don't that answer that. Overwhelming <laughs> they are one in the same. There you as go. Far That's a I'm beautiful I, I, I'm thrilled to be here. I came most recently from Las Vegas and New York before that, and eight years in Nashville before that, and on tour for seven years before that, and lots and lots of other places. And I, you know, we were talking before we got started. I love Augusta so, so much, and I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're so happy to have you on the podcast. And sitting right next to Scott is. Russell Joel Brown, and I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having us, guys. Oh, um, yeah. I'm originally from Augusta, and I've lived in a lot of different places. I've lived in Atlanta, and Los Angeles, and Fort Lauderdale, and Dallas, Texas, and New York City. Most of my adult life in New York, and so um, I'm glad to be back home in Augusta, which is the best city that I've ever lived in. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Plug for Augusta, Put the Georgia. cue cards down now. Now yeah. we can go into the no, but that, it's, it's really true. In my first month in town, I, I met Russell. Um, we were both invited to speak on a, a panel about the arts for Leadership Augusta, and we had not met before that day. And, uh, and, and I think that's one of the more than a handful of things that we've bonded over as friends is just our, our passion and affection for the city. You, from a, you know, arguably a lifetime in and out, mm-hmm. and, and me as a newcomer, yeah. just really love being here. I think you guys combined probably have more different city experience, travel experience than literally probably every guest we've had put together. So this is really exciting. We're getting a really cool perspective here. Yeah, it's great because uh, a lot of people that are locals here and they've stayed in Augusta, you know, Disgusta becomes an easy name because they never got out. Right. And I and I will say I'm one of those that never got out. I don't think it's Disgusta. But I so having yawn, you you grew up here and then you did your thing. Right. Did a great a lot thing, of things. A lot of a things. And I hope you talk about some of those things. And so did you. I mean, you were never from here, and now you're in Augusta. It's all Y'all had a lot of experience. And yeah. to be able to call this place home is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And yeah. I do want to start. So the reason we have you guys on today, the reason we're talking about the Augusta players, aside from the fact the Augusta players are super cool, is the fact that you guys are working on a new performance. Is that right? Very true. Yeah, we uh, we start our 75th season, 75th anniversary season at the end of September. Uh, and the show that we're opening that season with is a show called Ragtime, which, you know, going back to what I just said about Russell and I becoming friends quickly, 
we have a history with the show too that's very very similar um, that goes back 20 years um, and it's just thrilling to be able to finally be in a place with the talent that Augusta has and uh, it's the right time for the show it's the right place just everything about ragtime just kind of was perfect to make it happen here in Augusta in September and we're thrilled to bring it to uh, Augusta audiences and the Augusta community. And we're going to go into ragtime, but first, let's listen to this clip from the Augusta Players. The Augusta Players' 75th anniversary season opens with the epic award-winning musical Ragtime. Called one of the best shows of the past 25 years, Ragtime follows the lives of three different families as their stories intertwine searching for the American dream. See Ragtime at the Imperial Theater September 27th, 28th, and 29th. For tickets, go to AugustaPlayers.org or call 706-826-4707. Don't miss Ragtime! to ask those that don't know about ragtime and yeah. what it's about could you explain kind of the plot what time it is what time it takes place in uh, and maybe why it would be perfect for it to happen and why y'all chose this to be your opener for your 75th year sure so uh, the simple way that I use to describe it for anybody that knows anything about musical theater is it's the American Les Mis Okay. You know, Les Miserables is this massive, historic, covers decades of time uh, with lots and lots of stories that are all woven together. Ragtime is that. It, it right. takes place in the early 1900s. It starts in 1906, and it's just a massive story. Our production has uh, 48 people on stage in it, so it's huge. And it's about three very disparate families. There is an upper-class uh, white family from New Rochelle, there is a, a Latvian immigrant that has just arrived on a ship um, and his daughter, Tata and his daughter. And then there is a Harlem musician, a, a black man who has a relationship with this woman and they have a child. And so it's, uh, to oversimplify it a little bit, it's about these three very different groups trying to get their version of the American dream and mm. the obstacles that they run up against. Very uh, relevant. Yes. Wow. I, Very relevant, yes. And, and they, they run into a lot of obstacles, uh, some more obvious than others, and their stories become intertwined. They, they run into each other um, and cross paths often during the course of this show. And what's mm. really cool about it, besides the amazing music that's part of this show, is it's framed... These fictional characters' stories are framed by real historic characters. So, you know, the show was written by, or the, the, the novel was written by E.L. Doctorow in the 70s, and he wrote in J.P. Morgan and Henry Ford and Houdini and Booker T. Washington and Evelyn Nesbitt, not quite as well known, uh, Emma Goldman, who was a revolutionary in the early 1900s in the United States. And so all of these true-to-life characters help tell the story of these fictional characters and so it's 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 dense there's a lot there's a lot of fun and entertainment stuff like vaudeville numbers then there's really powerful heavy duty serious issues that are uh, touched on there's great ragtime music there's broadway music there's gospel music um, storytelling songs uh, folk style songs so you know we all overuse the phrase something for everyone Mm. But it's Seems very, like appropriate. Pretty close. Yeah, it's very <laughs> yeah. appropriate for the show. That truly is something for everyone. And it's just, in addition to just being incredibly entertaining, unbelievably powerful. We were, we finished staging Act One this past uh, past week, and 
the room was in tears just with what had just happened wow. and the story that we had just uh, finished telling. Yeah, and and, and um, as I said, you know, I've been wanting to do this show for 20 years, and mm. finally in the right time with the right guy and the right other people to make it happen. It's just thrilling to be and a part of And we're going to get to the right guy yeah, in a second. Yeah. yeah, why is it you've the been right dominating guy? This, but, <laughs> so what's your role been on the show so far? Uh, well, I am. I'm the director of the show um, because uh, I, 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 along with a couple other people, run the Augusta Players. Uh, I'm also the executive producer, and then I am one of four choreographers. The show is so big and hits so many different styles. We have four different choreographers creating the movement and dance for wow. the show, so I'm, I'm one of those four as well. A lot of hats. A lot of hats. That's uh, kind of goes hand in hand when you're doing community theater a little bit. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, and yeah. now we're finally going to give the the big the big guest <laughs> his chance to talk. So, oh, well. what's your role been, Russell? What have you? What one? What has your role been? And two, how do you feel about this show? What is it eliciting in you? And how have your experiences contributed to helping you with this? So, um, I play Cole House Walker Jr. Okay. who is a ragtime musician from Harlem. Hence but, the title, I suppose. Yes, Okay. but who has a, um, like many black um, actors and singers and musicians, had a career in Europe mm. because the work just wasn't here and the appreciation wasn't here in America at that time. And so many, many, many black actors and black uh, artists uh, went to Europe where their uh, artistry was appreciated at a greater level. I think so, that's a story that hasn't been told in, in the public sector very much. Well, maybe that's not really as much, but I mean, um, if you think about like all of the people who went there, yeah. there's James Baldwin, there's, mm. uh, I mean, there are countless, uh, Jesse Norman, who's from Augusta, she had an incredible career in Europe. Yes, she played the major opera houses here, but her claim to fame is the German leader. Mm. Well, why would you choose German leader if you're an American singer? Gotcha. Right? So in, um, she had great triumphs in Austria and in France and in Germany as well. So it's not surprising that this ragtime musician would be on tour in Europe a Definitely. lot. So anyway, my character uh, falls in love with a girl and um, almost as soon as their relationship is taking off, he goes on tour for several months, mm. I mean, a long time. And so that's kind of where our story, my, my girl and myself, um, that's where our story takes off. But my role in the show is to play that part. But because I grew up in the players and because I get, really got my start there, um, as a, an eight-year-old, um, I'm really invested in the company. Mm. Yes, because it's based in Augusta, but also because I never would have gone to Broadway. I never would have made it to Broadway if it were not for the players. So um, I am playing the role of Cole House Walker, but I'm also marketing as if it were my own show. Right. It's not my show, but yeah. I'm marketing as if it, it were because I'm very closely associated with the players. I'm very closely associated with this show, and so I'm out there making sure that you know all of the community knows that it's happening, and so that they can make a decision as to whether they want to come. They won't be able to say they didn't know that it was happening. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned Broadway. Yes. Yeah, we so, definitely have to talk about that. When you you went to New York, you mentioned being in New York most of your career. That yes. was your career mostly. 
Um, where, where, what, how did you get to New York? And when you got to New York, you've got to tell people about your Broadway. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll you've be happy to. to. <laughs> so um, I went to New York in the fall of 1990. Uh, okay. I thought that I would spend maybe three or four more years before I went because I was living in Dallas, Texas at the time, and I thought, oh, well, I really need some more experience before I get to New York. And I had the great fortune of meeting 12 actors from New York who came to Dallas to do a show. And so I was talking to them, and they were saying, basically, they said to me, you're wasting your time in Dallas. If you want to be a New York Although actor... Although Dallas is a great city, if anyone's from Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas is a not dissing Dallas. That's right. Dallas is We're wonderful. We're not dissing on Dallas when there's right. no New York or, or Augusta. But they said, if you want to be a New York actor, you can't figure out if you're ready for New York in Dallas. You have to find out if you're ready for New York in New York. Right. You, you can't gauge where you fall on the continuum in New York if you live in Dallas. And I was like, well, that makes sense, but I really want to get some more shows under my belt, and I want to do this. And, I was, and they were like, you're wasting your time. Mm. So I made the decision. I talked to my family and made the decision that I would move to New York three months from the time that those actors left Dallas. Wow. wow. I had $400 in my pocket, but I had a place to stay. So that was the easy part. Um, and it was 1990. And it was 1990. <laughs> That's right. That was the other easy yeah. part. Just to go ahead and throw this out there, I was not born yet. Yeah, neither of us were. Just well, letting you know. It's I mean, good just, to know. Yes, I yes. don't know if it's really germane to this conversation. <laughs> I just wanted to throw just it out there. us feel bad, so thanks. Right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> that part out, though. <laughs> In which case, mission accomplished. <laughs> no, but uh, so I moved to New York, 1990, and I thought, really naively, I was 26, I thought, it's going to take maybe maybe a year or a year and a half to get to Broadway. Because I'm like, I'm really talented, yeah. and I'm sure there's some other talented like, people there. There's two steps. Like, you get to New York, you, you get practice, there. you're on Broadway, yeah. right? Yeah. It's well, the, easy. Or there's right? a sign up. You just sign up, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and right. when it's your turn, they call you. That's, That's right. right. It was 1990. <laughs> it I was, was fourth in line. And I was 26. So. <laughs> so I get there, and I have some successes, you know, in the first five years that I'm there, but no Broadway at all. Okay. I didn't even, I mean, I maybe went to one Broadway audition in those five years. So, um, but I had enough markers along the way that said you're on the right track and you're in the right place. So um, I spent a lot of time on the road, mm. but I finally got the role, a role in The Lion King. In my, I'd been in New York 15 years. And what was that role? I was understudy. I was in the ensemble and understudy to Mufasa and Scar. Wow. Yes. And when so, you say understudy, so forgive I mean, my ignorance. No, no, no. That's not, <laughs> not at all. Um, I was My job was to sing in the ensemble every night. But if the, the actor playing Mufasa or Scar were sick, absent, wow. on, a, on an industrial, if he didn't feel like it that day, if he, whatever, yeah. had a, a wisdom tooth out, then I would be one of the actors that would be called to play the role. So I played the role of Mufasa probably over, I was with Lion King 12 years. Um, I probably play, played Mufasa 350 times. Wow. So more times than you would think just hearing understudy. Yes. A lot more times than you would think. Yes, but we were also, um, <clears throat> the show ran continuously like any Broadway show. It's eight shows a week, every week of yeah. every year. Yeah. I mean, wow. there's no downtime, right? Wow. But because we were, I was mostly on tour, 
we're also traveling. So that means you land in Cleveland and something's blooming. Well, everybody's sick because yeah. they have allergies yeah, to something right. they don't live around. And so it was not uncommon that someone would call the show and say, yeah, so I'm going to be out tonight and it's four o'clock and the show is at 730. Yeah. And I get a phone call. So you have to be ready. Yeah. So it's fine. I mean, you know, that, that was the gig. That was my job. So um, in my 26th year in New York, I finally made it to Broadway. <laughs> wow. Right. Wow. So that is a um, lesson for anyone who's listening that you can never give up on your dreams. Mm. It's okay if you change your mind about your dreams. You find out some more information about it, you're like, I really don't, that's not my dream anymore because of what I know about it now. Yeah, right. But to say, I'm not good enough, or uh, it, any of those other excuses, I think is giving up on your dreams, and I don't believe it. I don't believe in that. So um, anyway, I made it to Broadway, and um, I performed on Broadway with The Lion King for three months. And then I went back to the tour. And that was as the lead, right? That was at, uh, no, I was three in the months. ensemble also. Okay, okay. Um, but they did give me the opportunity to play Mufasa on Broadway. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, so I was so grateful. And of course, I killed it. But <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's, that's implied. We're already we're all here right now you're for right, a reason. You're right, you that's know. implied. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was an in incredible experience, and it was worth the 26 years to wait. I'm trying to imagine you getting into character as Scar one night, and then Mufasa the second night. Like you, like you hate your character one night, and then the next night you're like, all right, I'm right, I'm the good guy tonight. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go. Yeah. I get to murder myself. Like that, yeah. that's weird. That's weird. That's right. But that's really impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it's good to be home. I retired from um, Broadway and the Broadway theater community in the summer of 17 okay. and came home to Augusta. So, so you guys both got here right pretty close to about yeah. the same time. Russell yes. came back and I came to town. There's a, there's a handful of us in the arts community that all arrived within just a couple months of each other. Uh, Dirk Meyer and his wife Paula and, yeah. the, and now their new baby, the, the conductor of the Augusta right. Symphony. arrived. He's just, awesome. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. They arrived just a couple of weeks after I did. Um, Marty Elliott, who's the general manager of the Miller Theater, mm -hmm. arrived just a, a couple months before I did. Right. Um, there, there, there are a lot of us. And, and there are also, I think, a lot of folks in town in the arts community that are, I don't know if there's something in the air or we see the future, but re-energized a little bit. That's there's, good. there's an excitement yeah. throughout the community right at the moment that is really uh, thrilling like and engaging. It like there was a Facebook group and it was like, all right, artists moving to Augusta in 2017. <laughs> yeah. We'll all meet up at the Miller Theater. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So um, moving from your career, can we talk about the Augusta players a little bit? Let yeah. the people know they're not people that are getting paid. You know, tell us what the Augusta players are and can so I like be in it if I want yeah. to? Sure, of course. You know, something so simple as that. You know, it, the, the Augusta Players is a is a unique organization, I think, in the world of community theater because uh, the we're fortunate to have uh, great sponsors and grants and things like that that, that give us a, a really solid uh, producing budget. So just from a production value, we're doing really high-end work. Um, but none of that matters if you don't have great talent telling great stories. Right. And that's one of the things that m made me say yes to moving to Augusta. I, I went to the final dress rehearsal of Beauty and the Beast in the spring of 2017. It was my final interview for the job. Mm -hmm. And I was blown away because I had dear, dear friends on the national tour of Beauty and the Beast. 
and I thought Augustus was better. Wow. It, it was it was so so good. The talent was just phenomenal, and every audition that I've been around in this city since then supports that. And you're right; they're all people from the CSRA. You know, there there's no one. We're not auditioning in New York. We're not auditioning in Chicago or other places. It's right here, and so. Uh, sometimes folks do come farther away from farther away because they want to be part of the production that we're doing. But, you know, 99.99% of every actor on that stage is local. Or there are a couple others, too, like uh, Casey Johnson, mm -hmm. who, much like Russell and myself, had, had a career in New York mm -hmm. um, and came home to, uh, uh, you know, have a, a better style, uh, style of living for his family as his kids are grown up. And so another guy who's got you know Broadway creds and experience, but he's here working in Augusta, and that's and that's he's not the exception. The talent level is just mm -hmm. exceptional, but it's open to everybody. I mean, we we were talking about Ragtime a second ago. We had um, uh, over 120 people, all local, audition for Ragtime. Wow, um, which was phenomenal, and and that's not the exception at all. And so we and we we encourage that. We want that. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm proud of. Um, in the year and a half, two years that I've been producing shows here is our female lead, the female what's called ingenue okay. in every show has been a different actor. Like mm -hmm. there, there haven't been two shows in a row where it's that's been the impressive. same actor. That's impressive. Um, and I think that's really, really cool. It's, it speaks mm -hmm. volumes about the, the ta base talent level and also that, you know, there are, are lots of people that are coming to uh, join this family and this community. We just did a, a mini concert uh, yesterday and um, one of the things that I said to them is we are here for two groups of folks the people that decide to participate and the people that we're performing for all of you are our community this is very much a community right. organization and there's no reason for us to exist if those two communities don't come together um, so we're very much uh, for of and for Augusta and you know we've got auditions four times a year for our main stage shows and there's lots of other things we've got going on too and if you don't want to be on stage, we need dozens upon dozens of people to do lots Backstage, of other things. Yeah. yeah, everything from building stage and painting tech. to yes. stapling and filing. Yeah, you know that's all done by volunteers. So wow, please you, come play with us. You did say the actors are volunteers. Yes, they're all volunteers. Yep. You're not paying anybody. <clears throat> that's incredible. Yep. Seriously. And you said you said you had 125 people that auditioned. 120 plus. Yes. So we talked about this a little bit before the show, but how many people are on this show? 48. There are 48, 48. cast members. And that's it's not including the stage tech, and that's no. not including... So this is a pretty We're almost huge to 100 production. Folks, yeah. That's crazy. 18, 18 in the, in the orchestra, orchestra pits. Yeah. Wow. Um, you don't even think about an orchestra from Augusta playing at a, at a major production here. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it, it's a small city that's uh, producing this particular show. And every show's a little different. You know, other shows have much smaller casts. I, I, we overcast this a little bit just because the talent was so huge and the number right. of bodies. So, so we probably cast maybe ten more people than I might have otherwise. Um, but it's just that's a good thing. Yeah, it's that's a good it's, thing. It's wonderful. I mean, except for you because you have to manage all of it. But it's good for everybody else. <laughs> uh, right. He's well, losing his voice because of all the people. <laughs> we have a great team. Well, I do want to say to your listeners though that the doors and the windows of Augusta Players are open. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you have any interest, if you have any inkling of an interest in being involved in the theater, the Augusta Players is the place to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a almost 50 year exper uh, years of experience 
with this organization and it's it's quality it's nurturing it's it's the place to do it if you wanted if you want to be involved in the theater this is where to do it and while we're on that uh, what's the best way if somebody wants to get involved they hear our podcast and they want to they want to try out for a play or do stage tech or volunteer for for the paperwork how, how what's the best way to get in touch with you guys uh, website social media those those website, two are your best, yeah. what's the website <laughs> website is augustaplayers.org Easy. .org okay. yeah, augustaplayers.org but uh, we post on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at least once a day, okay. every day, seven days a week. Gotcha. Um, information is getting just like Broadway, never, never stops. No. Never stops. Never it's stops. <laughs> it's the first hour of my life every morning: a cup of coffee, the sunrise, right. and social media. Right. So, Russell, I know you don't have too much longer with us because we're also wasting your voice because you have to go rehearse after this. So. <laughs> Not a waste. So, thank you. You're welcome. But um, I, I do want to talk about a couple of things that you guys are doing. Doing in the community, uh, we talked about this a little bit before the show too, and I really want our listeners to know all the stuff that's going on. Um, I know you mentioned the junior players have something going on. Sure, yeah. Uh, th- what happens at the Imperial Theater with the Augusta players is is what is most well known about who we are and what we do. But in so many ways, it's it's the smallest thing that we do because we have so many other things going on. Things like the Augusta Junior Players. Uh, under the artistic directorship of Roy Lewis, who was an educator for 30 plus years in this community and is now, quotation marks, retired, but running the Augusta <laughs> Junior Players. And actually also uh, plays one of the principal characters in Ragtime, too. So he's a busy man right at the moment. It's a very soft retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're currently in rehearsal with a show called Madagascar Junior based on the animated feature. Awesome. Um, after that is a really powerful piece coming up in February during Black History Month called Anne Meets Emmett. Uh, it's called a memory play about uh, Anne Frank meeting Emmett Till uh, in Purgatory. It's a powerful, powerful wow. piece of wow. theater. Um, and they've got lots of other shows, uh, that's including not the juniors. That's, that's the, the juniors. juniors. Yeah, the juniors. juniors. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, you know, right. later in the season, we're also doing Frozen Junior. So. How, okay. How, <laughs> old, <laughs> how old are these juniors? <laughs> I, it, every show uh, is a little bit different, but we do shows for little ones, like starting at five years old, uh, up through eighteen or nineteen years okay. old. So okay. it, it, the, the purgatory ones, not the five-year-olds. You okay. are correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just, just want to make sure. It's hard for them to get into character. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, and and Frank. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'd be so impressed. But we also have a program called Art Reach, which is um, bringing in schools from all over the CSRA into the Imperial Theater uh, four times a year, four shows each of those times. So roughly 3,200 kids four times a year come to the Imperial Theater to see shows that are specific to their curriculum. Right now, in addition to Ragtime and Madagascar, awesome. we're also rehearsing The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the play. Gotcha, um, cool. So we've got a lot going on there. And that's, you know, on top of our special events. Like, there's a really cool special event with Ragtime we're doing, because it kicks off our 75th anniversary, so we're doing a speakeasy party on the Friday and Saturday night. Um, and that's going to be yeah. so hot. Yeah, oh good. really excited about that. <laughs> Wait, where is that? Is, is, is this like a can public Can you talk invitation? about it? I can, yeah, we just announced it. We just announced it. We just announced it last week. on that, because that is exciting. <laughs> sure, so we're, uh, you know, the, the Imperial Theater is one of our partners, and we, we are partnering with the Miller Theater for the first time. They have this great new space called the Knox Music Institute yes. on their second floor. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's great. And that's going to be where our speakeasy is, right across the street from the Imperial Theater. It goes from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. on the Friday and Saturday nights. 
And you have to on theme. You have on to. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a, a a coin to get in there, a souvenir coin. So it's a, it's essentially a cover charge. Um, okay. But you buy this coin. Uh, we'll announce it on Friday, where they're going to be several places around downtown, or you can get them at the show itself. Gotcha. Um, and you, you walk in, and there's there's drinks, and there's girls walking around with snack trays. Uh, oh, in costume so and cool. live entertainment and You'll singing. You'll catch us there. Yeah. Um, You'll there. Catch us I mean, we there. are going anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and it was Marty Elliott's idea over at the Miller to do a cigar bourbon bar outside in the oh alley. Oh, my wow. goodness. We're there. Um, so I committed kink. before the best part. It's <laughs> so hot. That's yeah. amazing. The, the very idea is hot. Yes. I can't even imagine <laughs> so, something like that happening here. I'm it's so one, impressed. Yes. It's one of those things where you go once kind of thing, or can you buy two coins and well, go you, different you, nights? You can go. You can, you can buy two coins and Two Double nights dip. in a row. So, but Ooh. what you could do too is when, when you go in, you'll get a, a wristband. Right. Um, so, if you want to go and maybe have a drink and an appetizer before the show at 6 p.m., oh. walk across the street, see the show, you can come back for the and party That's with the That's really cast. Because cool. the cast can't go until after the show. Sure, so, you can come sure. back and party with the cast. That's after. like That's an after so party on cool. cool. That is crazy. And also kicks off our, our, our season as well. You know, this so, great. technically, you heard it here, people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> the speakeasy <laughs> is happening across the street. <laughs> what right. are the dates of that? Uh, same as the show. It's on the Friday and Saturday night of the show. So, the 27th and 28th okay. of September. Uh, and, and we aren't telling you where you go in. There'll be a guy out front. His name is, is so, his name is Tony. Is there a password? He'll be in a suit. So you just have to have the coin, but you have to find Tony, <laughs> wow. and he will direct you to the door. To <laughs> that is amazing. Is he gonna have an Italian accent? I, 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 actually, it's Augusta. We haven't cast him yet. So, folks, if you want to audition, Hey, what's the pat? Yeah, I can't do Italian, uh, but I did the finger thing. Yeah, so that's good. That. Yeah. And we're about to be back with our final question. But first, quick thank you to our audio sponsor today, Amplified Events. Amplified Events has been raising the bar in entertainment in the CSRA since 2014. Not only do they provide DJ and MC services, but they also do professional lighting, photo booths, karaoke, game show hosting, and just about anything that your next event needs. Check them out for your next event, be it a wedding, corporate function, or private event, because they will definitely amp up any occasion. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Amplified Events AUG, by phone at 706 810-0267 and online at ampyourevent.com that's ampyourevent.com so uh, we know you guys have to run um, I told you guys this before and I don't know if we've sent you this question in advance so I actually look forward to these answers um, <laughs> but our, our tagline is, is our hashtag is 21st century is drop the disc so we're all about dropping the disc from disgusta talking about how great Augusta is. Um, and what we ask every guest before the end of the show is to kind of tell us a little bit, in as long or as little as you'd like, in what dropping the disc from Disgusta means to you personally. And, and I look really, I really look forward to these answers. But what does dropping the disc mean to you? I, I, well, I, I'm going to jump in on this okay. one. So Do uh, it. A year ag- for both uh, of you. About a year ago, uh, I went with the Convention and Visitors Bureau to Atlanta to talk about Augusta, to talk with about Benish Brown. Was uh, Benish was not with the organization pre-Benish. yet. Okay. Um, Pre-Benish, but uh, it was Got a chance it. for me also to go talk about the Augusta players outside, um, you know, the CSRA. And I, we met with uh, reporters and editors and magazine writers and influencers and and bloggers and just it was kind of like speed dating. We sat nice. behind a table and right. they all every five minutes or so went around the room and chatted with each of us. 
And uh, a lady came up that writes for a family magazine, and she said, why should I tell my readers to spend a day in Augusta? And I told her about the canal tours. I told her about the new Green Jacket statement, sta Stadium. I told uh, her about the new home of the symphony. I told her about uh, how the Augusta Players continues to grow. Uh, I told her about the, uh, the kids' theater in town called Storyland Theater. I talked about the trails that are happening here mm -hmm. and the new stuff, the new art that's happening along the canal and all of these things. And you could just see her eyes getting wider and wider and wider. And she said, I had no idea. I've been going to Augusta for years and I didn't know that was there. And I asked her, when was the last time you were there? She said, oh, about 10 years ago. Whoops, so there it is. Going for years. And I think that's, that's a little bit of the issue is, is folks still are thinking about a, the Augusta of of 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So, you know, they don't come downtown because when I was downtown 18 years ago, something bad happened and I haven't been back since because I don't want it to happen again. Right. Like, there's so much I going on. I have the greatest eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and that's, that's a meme. That would be a great meme. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Miller Theater has got, I think they, Marty said at the event that I was just at that opened the, that Knox Room, mm -hmm. I think they did over 300 shows of some sort in the since they've opened, you know. Oh, wow. it, um, in, and we aren't even talking about the Bell or James Brown Arena or, right. or, 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 you know, Le Chat. There's just so much in this city right. that people are either aware of or are choosing to, to not pay attention to because, you know, 18 years ago, Aunt Martha came downtown and stepped in dog poop. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. you know, she, 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 something could be true. Yeah, something <laughs> happened and she's not happy. Um, and so for me, it's... It's it's changing that mindset. It's it's getting the word out that it's not the Augusta that it was ten years ago, and I wasn't here then, so I, I don't really know what that was. Yeah, I, but I can tell you what I see now, and it's pretty exciting. I mean, the the future I think is incredibly bright, and we just have to get the word out not only to folks like me from outside of Augusta because I think we're all coming in because of new industry and stuff. I think. I think the harder get is to let our community know that right. there's cool things happening here and you should go check it out. Right. right. Yes. Like ragtime, September 27th, like 29th. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I tell you guys, I the easy answer is if you don't like somewhere, then change your environment or change your, your, your mind about it, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, the drop dis is about... Um, I believe that people who use that term disgusta don't know enough about the city. Mm. Like they haven't looked around and they haven't really researched and they haven't really found out what's happening here. They've sat at home and said, oh, well, all of my friends say this, this, this about Augusta and I wish I were doing more, but there's nothing else to do here because I, I haven't heard about it. Mm. Well, So you think it's an education It's issue. an education issue and I don't think that it's on us to reach into their homes and get them out of the lazy boy. <laughs> right. I mean, I want to tell them about ragtime and I want to tell them about what's happening at Le Chat and I want to tell them about what's going on in the city, but they have to do some work too. Right. And if you're going to stay here, and I encourage you to stay here, then open your eyes and open the newspaper and go online and figure out what's happening here. Listen Find to out a podcast. That, listen yeah. to a podcast, <laughs> right. Plugs. I mean, we have, we have a thriving experimental theater here. 
A city the size of Augusta doesn't have a thriving experimental theater. Mm. They might have a one-off and a one-off and a one-off. Yeah. We're just talking about theater, and we have Broadway costumes in ragtime. We have an experimental theater downtown. We have a, a Storyland Theater specifically programming for children. We haven't even talked about that yet. You guys upstairs, you're using original Broadway costumes yep. in a play that's happening in Augusta. In Augusta, Georgia. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So if we even if we just talk about theater, there are so many opportunities and there's so much programming happening in the theater. And that's true in every arena. We have mm -hmm. a, a boxing a boxing club. We have a fencing club. We have, I mean, come on. Do I remember that? Is there a roller derby team in this city? There is. Oh, there is. There, there is, is a yeah. roller derby team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In a, in a, a city our size? <laughs> yeah, a crazy. roller derby club? Come on. So, <laughs> so I, I just encourage people to know more about the city that you live in and get involved. There's plenty to be involved in. If you want to sit in your Lazy Boy, then sit there. But you can do that in Peoria because there really might not <laughs> be, be anything else to do in Peoria. But there's plenty to do in Augusta. <laughs> there's plenty to do in Augusta. Come out and see Ragtime. That'll be the yeah, come out and see Ragtime, and then go to the Speakeasy. Go, yes. to the speak go to the Speakeasy. Go to the Speakeasy. Then go to Ragtime. Then party then with party the actors. Back. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's. I hope we see you in the Speakeasy. I'll be there after the show. Oh, I'm so Good. excited. That's pretty yeah. staying up for thirty minutes. Okay, that's long enough. I've got a show the next day. Well, thank you guys. Thank yes, you for thank being you on so our much. show. You guys uh, have a rehearsal right after this. And Only like, three and a half hours. That's it. <laughs> wow. It's a short one. And it's six <laughs> o'clock right now. So you're talking 930 when the rehearsal's done. So thank you for all the time that you guys are putting in to make the city a better place. Uh, it, it's really amazing to meet people like you guys who are from all, well, from Augusta, but also from all around the world, really. And uh, you've decided to come here and, and really make the city a better place. Yes. Well, it's our pleasure. Us. I'm yeah. glad that this is your home now. Me too. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I'm glad that we've uh, all connected. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Hey, we'll you know we'll see you at the speaking. Yeah. <laughs>